You're listening to a film podcast exclusively on the Pod Station. Welcome to another special for a film podcast. This year we're getting all festive. We're getting our bells out for all to see, uh, so we can cover some funky Christmas uh, movies. We're going to go through our top ten all-time favourites. We were going to argue, we're going to fight, we're going to moan, we're going to complain, because of course mine's right and Mark will feel uh, most unhappy that his isn't. So my name's Mark Pollard, I'm your usual host, my fellow co-host is Mark Latham, how you doing pal? Hello, I am like Santa Claus coming in your ears. (laughs) Oh dear. Now thankfully, to keep us in some sort of check, uh, we have a special guest. You will be able to hear um, our exclusive, world exclusive, in fact, interview with him and his up-and-coming movie. It is film director plus a billion other things, as you'll find out from the show itself. It's uh, Franco. How are you doing, mate? Yeah, yeah. How are you doing? Oh, hang on. It's Franco Mineiro. Mi- Mineo, man. Mineo. Fuck me. It's Franco <laughs> Mineo. How are you doing? We, we should have just gone with Franco, shouldn't we? we really? should. That'd be all right. Yeah. I mean, do you think about? You think your name is a bit too convoluted? To be fair, I quite like the other variations. I, I love yeah. his name. We're really making do. up our own here. I've got yeah. Giovanni, you know, Sasquatch. Oh, I like that one. That's cool. You, yeah. give, you give anything exotic to a Yorkshireman, he'll cock it up. Yeah. You'll have yours with um, prawn crackers later. Oh, genius. Thank you. So we are here to discover, uh, to discuss our top ten Christmas films. Uh, before we go, there's some very crucial information. Um, actually, before I'll do that, we'll mention the fact that if you've got any thoughts or comments... Um, stick them into our um, uh, social medias. Uh, we're at Film Podacy on uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can email us on a Film Podacy at thepodstation.co.uk. You can also make sure you subscribe so that every time we drop in a new one, whatever device you listen to, uh, it will drop in automatically so you can listen to it. Share it with friends and family and give us a five star review. And if you don't want to give us a five star review, what do we say to that, Mark? <laughs> Exactly. Right. Um, so, before we go any further, some very important information I need to know from both of you. Number one, uh, Franco, do you like Christmas? It's all right. It's not bad. That's not an enthusiastic answer when we were just about to discuss our top ten films. <laughs> do you like Christmas? Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, thank you. Oh, Mark? No. Do you really hate Christmas? Yeah. Really? I don't celebrate Christmas at all. Why? I go off grid. Why? Yeah. It's one of the most over... Um, capitalised events of the season where you celebrate it straight after Halloween or well actually to be fair you celebrate it straight after bonfire night and it's just well it's it's fake let's be honest because basically people put all these lights on to let them people know that they're so happy when really they're dying inside wow yeah. okay so I mean, what I do I regret is regret asking that question <laughs> so this year I'm having a Tex-Mex I'm not having turkey I'm having steak ribs uh, potato wedges burger i'm having the full hit thank you very much well and i and you won't believe the amount of vitriol i got when i had a text max about two years ago people were almost sending me hate mail not many because i've got no friends but um which is fine but i don't celebrate it because i find it a total waste of time so i go off grid and just keep myself to myself okay so this should be an interesting show because for the record i very much like christmas you're the man who will wear a Christmas jumper, won't you? Uh, no. Why not? I oh, come on. I, I do wear clothes that are equally tasteless throughout the rest of the year, so I guess. What about a red jacket? 
well, I wouldn't go so far as to wear your jacket, which, um, if you've listened to our other show, he's wearing again, and it looks just as vile this When is our other show out? Uh, New Year's Eve. That's when we got the interview with Franco. Yeah. He's just winked at me, the sexy little beggar. Franco malarial disease. <laughs> um, Don't let it spread. It's it's really my second question, which was, do we have any Christmas traditions? Not celebrating it. Well, I figured you wouldn't have after that day of <laughs> Franco. To, to be fair, just sit sit on the sit on the settee and just watch movies. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a really it. good tradition. Do you not tradition. think they get upset in Dixon's? Yeah, I think they do. Um, although they started offer, offering me tea and stuff like that, so I'm, I'm okay. quite, yeah. Uh, I mean, like family, they're still yeah. waiting for him to buy his first TV like yeah yeah. <laughs> to be fair Bernardo's and, and other shops have been a bit more welcoming of people who just mm. sit around and do nothing yeah I think I might go I'll go in but there's one not one near me because there's nothing in Brick so I'll, I'll yeah no you, well why not capitalise on it with the, with, with the um, Christmas spirit and open one yeah good which should just be you on a, on yeah. a settee and that's your new company yeah that, okay, on a settee I'll, I'll, I'll invite people on yeah you can have your own little sort of guest yeah. appearances yeah yeah I'll be, like a sh- I'll, be like, I'll be like the Graham Norton of um, plug of um, of Brig <laughs> he's not a sponsor by the way <laughs> can do <laughs> a film podacy at thepodstation.co.uk yeah. Graham open your wallet so. yeah. yeah thank you so uh, no I don't I'm sorry to say I'm sorry to cause your offence there yeah. right okay um, so final question then what constitutes a Christmas movie for you Franco uh, yes questions yeah. do left, get harder left the biggest yeah. question to last it I don't know I think it's it's to sound like a fairy it's like yes. the one thing that makes you feel all warm and fuzzy inside that's okay. That's cool. That's a good answer, Mark. Whatever makes you feel miserable and morose and want to read your text, Max. What you've done there is you've taken my answer, and made it sound like the Grinch, and when in fact, actually, there's millions of people out there who feel the same. Well, what's the answer then? What 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 to you constitutes a Christmas? Well, movie? I'm glad you asked that question, and the answer isn't about being a fairy, um, <laughs> which which we've noticed that you are. Um, I am. But in fact, it's about whether the Christmas film. Is constitutes as Christmas because it was shown at Christmas, or it's about Christmas. And I've derived, I've kind of arrived at the fact that on my list they are all Christmas films. Now I've been careful to remove all the touchy feely, oh I love you, and all that malarkey, you know, because we all know in the new year it'll be over because he's had an affair. So basically, I've removed all those. No rom coms, uh, decent Christmas, um, fulfilling. Soulful, no, actually, no, not soulful. Fulfilling films that you can get your talk, talk teeth in, get your teeth stuck into, and come away feeling suitably um, happy, which is relative because happiness is fleeting. So let's say joyful. <laughs> oh my god, did you eat miso pills today? That's my normal state. I'm actually feeling quite happy. <laughs> uh, that's my happy smile there. You can't, can you not feel it coming through the vibes. No, I genuinely can't. Well, trust me, when we start getting stuck into these top ten, you'll feel the vibe. Okay. okay. Or me pushing against your thigh, one of the two. <laughs> so the That's ru- what that is. <laughs> it's a small office. <laughs> so the rules are, what we're going to do, we're going to go around, uh, we'll start at number ten, we'll let each other know what our, our number ten is, and we'll work our way towards our golden number one film uh, and as we we mentioned those films we'll we'll have a little tete-a-tete as we go through just to discuss was that my siri then yeah was it my phone doesn't do that you don't get a vote siri so shut the fuck up right um and we'll have a tete-a-tete just to discuss the films what we thought of it and indeed 
whether or not it actually constitutes to be a Christmas film, eh? Uh, so we'll start with you, Franco, as our guest and our visitor. Do you know what your number ten film is? I'll just say I'll just preface this with this. Um, I they're, they're in no particular order. I will say you do know how it one to ten works, don't you? I know, I know. Okay, yeah. Saying in no particular order, can I have your number two, please? Yeah. Oh, hang on. Well, <laughs> that's coming later. Go on then. Spit your first one out then. Um, I want to say. Um, You've given this thought, I can tell. Yeah, I have actually. I was thinking about it all that four hours on the way here. I was thinking about it. Buy a candle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I'd I'd say the Grinch, to be honest. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Jim Carrey. Yeah. Jim Carrey's the Grinch. I'm yeah. glad you started with that one because yeah. I've actually got an interesting fact about that film. Okay. Oh. Um, before we do it, it, what what particularly makes it feel like it should be in your top ten? Well, genuinely, I think. For me, it's nostalgia um, because I did watch that film as a kid. Um, the other reason is it's like Christmas through and through. Um, I've kind of i <laughs> i I had a thing where I would like make sure I kind of watched it uh, like at least um, once per Christmas season. I'll admit, last time I watched it, I did think, "All right, it's a bit much." So that's why it's my number ten because I thought. Uh, it's okay. And you've just met the Grinch firsthand. Yeah. How you doing? I'm well, thank you. <laughs> Autograph, please. I'll give it later. Thank you very yeah. much. A little gift for you. Oh, thank you. I'm so happy. Thank now, you. did you know? Interesting fact for the Grinch. Um, they actually had to hire a CIA um, mental uh, coach. He was sort of in charge of mind control, and and you know when people are questioning him about understanding how to control their mind under torture conditions. Because Jim Carrey was having to undergo eight hours of makeup um, each time they were doing a recording, and I don't know if you've noticed, but Jim seems to be quite an animated human being, and was having a extreme issue with this eight hours. So they had to bring this guy in to try and keep Jim under control uh, whilst he was undergoing all this makeup. So he didn't, because I think after the first day, the rumor goes he kicked a hole in the wall, hadn't he? <laughs> Um, just with sheer frustration at the eight hours, it's quite it's quite believable because I mean, if you look at the prosthetics he's wearing, yeah, I mean anybody. Well, there's there's loads of people who have done, uh, who actors have been in makeup for year, well years, <laughs> for hours, who are losing it, which is interesting that fact. But he said Jim Carrey because if you're familiar with uh, Man in the Moon, where he was in character and in makeup. And also nearly derailed the whole project. Have you seen that's on, it's yeah. on Netflix? Next Netflix documentary. Who are not a sponsor at the moment, no. but they can be. Um, he uh, was in character and in makeup, uh, and went almost off the rails there. But he was in character, so he was upsetting people. The director mostly. So I'm surprised uh, that it's kind of because of the makeup because he was doing it anyway. Well, did you have you heard the Tom Tommy Lee Jones? Um, Oh, Two Face. Yeah, yeah. When they were in the Batman movie together, then he um, just like he, he went over to him in, in in they were in a restaurant. Jim Carrey went over to him and Tommy said, "I will not sanction your buffoonery." <laughs> in response to Jim being an ass. Wow, I call Genius. him Jim because I know him, obviously. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, do we like the Grinch? It's all right. It's watchable. I, I think I have to say that I've only watched it once, and I think Jim was probably the best thing about it. Yeah, that's kind of the main reason I watch it. He's per, he's he's both the the main reason I watch it, and kind of the reason I think it's a little bit much. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I think that's just described Jim Carrey yeah. and his entire career, hasn't it? Really? Well, he's made a he's made a career on pay, pulling faces and being quite elastic with his mm. with his facial features. Yeah. Um, okay. He does a good. I think he plays a good part in it. But I would agree with what you're saying, Franco. He he kind of over exit, mm. and it, he's sort of in the uh, still in the renaissance of uh, the mask, Ace Ventura. Mm. And it was kind of just as he was going into a bit more serious with Truman Show and different things like that. Mm. So um, it may be his last um, kind of hurrah before he's kind of had this other renaissance now where he's appearing in other random roles. But yeah, I quite like Jim Carrey. And final interesting fact on that, the the person who wrote The Grinch died and his widow um, eventually agreed to allow for the, the, the story to be used in a film and actually had a short list of five people who were the only people allowed to play that role? Jim Carrey was on it along with Tommy Lee Jones. Actually, uh, not Tommy Lee Jones. Um, Jack Nicholas. Nick- Nicholson. Nicholson. Nickelback. Yeah, not, not the golfer. Yeah, the, Jack, Jack Jack everybody was on this list. Yeah, who had, yeah. He had a stutter as well. I was so. on the list. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, if so well, your Nichol- name Nicholas. Yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah. Um, I, 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 so there, another interesting fact. What's your number ten, Mark? The snowman. Yes. Okay. Discuss. Um, I think a little bit of what you're... Depressing, just like you feel about Christmas. Um, Well, it's not depressing. Well, it's actually a film based on the book, isn't it? And anyone who knows the book knows it had no words in it. So it's basically just that. And I quite like the fact that it's just a story told through the art of Alan Jones. (laughs) Well, it wasn't really, was it? it? Because he didn't even sing it, did he? Well, he did in the end. I think his voice broke, didn't he? Just beforehand, and he wheeled him out stage left. (laughs) But it's kind of the voice of the pseudo-Alan Jones. Um, It's just, uh, for when I was in the moment of (laughs) misunderstanding uh, that Christmas was good, I (laughs) remember that film heartily, and I've only seen it a couple of... Well, I saw it every year it was on. To like you just about to say I've only seen it a couple of times and then oh no, but I know we've got to be honest, haven't you? Truth is king. So I I watched it every time. But bear in mind, you know, I was about twelve. You, you know, you're stupid then, aren't you? Um. So when I grew up and woke up to the fact that you know there were other things in life that are more important, I um stopped watching it. But I quite liked it. You said nostalgia. I would say that it just harks back to a time where innocence ruled. Well, I've got Snowman down as my number nine. Have Spoiler you? alert! Okay. Yeah, right. um, for the same reason. You see, my my grandma had the video of it, so every time we went round to her house at Christmas, so it was the nostalgia thing. We'd watch it. Actually, this particular video had a load of cartoons before the actual film, which I thought was better than Snowman because I thought Snowman was a little bit depressing. And rumor has it it was to help children get into the idea of accepting death because, of course, Snowman melts at the end spoiler alert um wow so even even my first choice of number 10 is as depressing then as my decision not to celebrate christmas well thanks for that um, it's all right bucktails well my number 10 was miracle on 34th street but the most recent edition not the original who's in that one um oh fucking hell bear with me while i am db it i know her name go on then my mind what is it before you get it uh hang on Matilda, come on! Oh yes, hang on. Mirror, I can't spell miracle. Miracle. Um, it's where it begins with an, begins with an M. Minio. Mara Wilson. Mara Wilson. Is it Minio? Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> Franco 
Oh my god, right, okay. So, um, Mara Wilson now has an up-to-date picture on IMDb, Jeez. which is really, really weird, because she's grown up. Oh yeah, how you doing? He just destroyed half the set by him. Yeah. That's how excited he was. So, yeah, um... I so you saw the um, latest version of Miracle on 37th Street. This is Street, a perfect example of a nostalgic Christmassy film where it's it's good and warm and happy and then something goes wrong and then but it all ends happily ever after. But it's then, kind of the spirit of Christmas, isn't it? And quite frankly, you can't sue Santa. So, mm. you know, go Santa. You can't um, sue Santa, did no, you No, in say? fact, that, watching this film made me want to be a lawyer. Because I was like, I have to protect Santa from any future lawsuits. You know, lawyer sounds like liar in West Country. Mm. Um, my only issue with it is that I've never met a girl of that age who is that sweet and that well-behaved. There is no such thing as a child that's well-behaved to that degree. Mm. Tasers. That's true. Positive reinforcement. <laughs> um, keep them in a boot. So, um, we we seem to be seem to be all happy. We we seem to have gone through a traditional Christmas type film at the minute. Number nine, Franco. Where are you going with this one? Um, because it's not specifically Christmas, I was going to say, and it's not actually a, a film either. It's the um, what you pick up all the top tips on this, haven't you? Top ten films. It's not a film. It's not a number. It's not. A but it's it's the <laughs> um, it's the original three Wallace and Gromit animations. Okay, because it always used to. It always. I don't know if it still does, but it always at least used to come on at Christmas. It um, has for the past few years. Um, Before the warehouse burnt down. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> so I, um, I used to like to sit down and just watch that. I don't know what it what it is about that. I think it's because um, the innocence. Yeah. Of it or whatever. Um, uh, you can just kind of. It's it's a really su- kind of a sweet uh, th- three sweet little cartoons you can just sit down and just enjoy. And they tend to release the t- they, they subsequently release the TV shows didn't they around about Christmas on TV. Yeah. So it it is something that's quite synonymous with Christmas, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I so, suppose also as a movie maker, it kind of taps into your creative because it's all stop animation, isn't it? Yeah, it does. It's it's. Um, I think more so these days, it's more interesting to watch because I kind of have an idea of how they did it. Yeah, which is um, really interesting. So it's kind of like a kind of, kind of, kind of like a weird little Christmas present. I don't know, something like that. It's a gift that keeps on giving, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're number nine, Scrooged. What? I mean, I say what? What? Go on then. Well, I was very careful. I was trying my very best, in fact, not to put Scrooge on at all, because it's everybody's go-to, isn't mm-hmm. it? And I know I should be in it, um, but. <laughs> Uh, I like. Well, you wouldn't be in it, would you? Because it's too Christmassy. Well, I, you know, I'd opt out. I did they say, "Do you want to be in it?" I said, "Look, let Bill Murray do it." Um, so, uh, yeah, it's 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 not bad. It's got Bill Murray in it, who turned up for work uh, on that one. Mm-hmm. Do you know? Again, another story. He actually hadn't. Uh, this was on the back of his Ghostbusters appearance, and he hadn't been in a, a couple of films. He hadn't been in a film for quite a while. He'd actually gone to France to study philosophy and came back and apparently um, his agent got him this gig on the premise that um, if they didn't get him now his fee would only continue to go up um, because of the reputation he built off the back of Ghostbusters so in essence what it was uh, what his agent was saying and quite frankly I really want this agent to represent me is he hasn't worked for ages um, but he should get paid more as a result of not having worked for ages That's do you genius. know how he, how he gets roles now? 
Go on. So if you want to get Bill Murray, you ring up a number, leave a message on a voicemail. No. Honestly, and if you um, if he wants to do it, he'll ring you back. That's and that's that's even. If you know Franco, I'm doing that. I know <laughs> what I'm yeah. doing. You've um, gone too yeah. well, mate. If, Let um, us know how we get on. Yeah. <laughs> if um, you consider like Ghostbusters, he was booked to do Ghostbusters. And it, even before the shooting started, it was not even confirmed that he was going to turn up. <laughs> um, and, it, and obviously he'd worked with Harold Ramis on two other films. Um, and uh, sadly they, they kind of parted ways soon after. Mental. Until um, he re- re- kind of went to his deathbed and said, hello. So do you actually like Scrooge? Well, there's number nine, so I don't like it loads, do I? It, it, well, it's just still in the I top like ten. I mean, I it's have, only just in the I have top about ten. Eighteen films. Yeah, well, you can't total, count. So no, that's why you're a lawyer. <laughs> Round. I've up. seen your invoices. <laughs> so yeah, but uh, there's plenty of films to choose from. So it must you well, must no, no, have something uh, about there it. There isn't like. because when you take away all the you've got all the all the silly ones and all the lovey dovey ones where everyone all lives at the end of it, right? If you remove those, you remove the ones that are. You've seen at Christmas, but on Christmas films such as James Bond, there's 24 of them gone, right? <laughs> if you don't include sequels, right, which I haven't, I've been very careful not to include. That's another 10 films I've removed. So out of the possible 50 films you could use, which aren't Lovey Dovey and all those, I've legitimately picked 10 Christmas films that are bloody good. So Scrooge just got on because Bloody the Snowman is the easiest film to watch, especially if you're mute. So... Basically, at the end of the day, Scrooge was good because who's in Scrooge? He has a proper cast list. Absolutely, as well, yeah. It? And I think what you're going to do is go live to our IMDb studio. We've we've got we've got them calling in just <laughs> yeah, now, ringing in at IMDb. If you want to be a sponsor, we use your page more than anyone else's. <laughs> we've got Karen Allen. Yeah, she was one of the uh, ghosts, wasn't she? Uh, no, she wasn't. She was the love interest. So we've got Karen Allen. There was a shit. John Forsyth. Yeah. John Glover. Yeah. Uh, we've got. Who the fuck is Bobcat Goldwaith? Oh, you know Bob, the guy out of Police Academy. Uh, oh, that one. The one who, the um, animal. <laughs> come on, girl, uh, come on. Do the, what? That's his voice, isn't it? That was a brilliant that, one. Yeah, no, I love that. Do that again. Oh, fuck me. No, no, no Charge just him. Yeah, charge him to do it again. He charges me already. Yeah. Well, you know, he, he, he's got the gun and he's pointing at the face, you know. That actually yeah. is pretty good. That's brilliant. Yeah. No, that is pretty good. Well, that's who it is. Not obviously Franco, because that's yeah. Franco Menereal disease there. Um, <laughs> your, got, yours is Goldblatt or whatever. We've got is. Robert Mitchum. Classic. Uh, Michael J. Pollard, no relative. Um, who else have we got here? Can you imagine if it was where you'd be now? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I would be sat here, I'd be sitting in a house in, uh, in California. Watching, watching Christmas films. Yeah. <laughs> Gene Bruce. Spiegel Howard. Is that Ron Howard's mum? Oh. Well, I mean, what's funny enough, Ron Howard's brother was in The Grinch, wasn't he? Well, Ron Howard directed The Grinch. Yeah, that's he? what yeah. I'm saying. That's okay. why he's in it. Yeah. It is. Yeah, no, it is. Um, mom. She was also she was in Apollo 13, Scrooge, Cocoon. Every Ron Howard film will have his family in. That's how. Basically, Franco, this mm. is where you go wrong. Yeah. What you need to do is do your films and just get your family in. Yeah, I could do. I mean, if they're alive. Oh, they are, don't we? That's fine. Oh, yeah. dig them up, because that's why chicken in the graveyard will be quite important. Yeah, that's, that's how why you were in the graveyard. Exactly. <laughs> dig it up your He's family. got me. Yeah. So, okay, so Scrooge. Scrooge. So, okay, well, why, why do you think it's... Um, do you not think it's a good number nine? 
No, I, th- I think it's a, a perfectly good Christmas film, and I'm glad you've got it on because it's not even in my top ten. Yeah, purely because you've got some ridiculous things like. Um, well, you don't know what's on my top ten, so we'll wait. Aircon. <laughs> we, we can revisit it. Con Air, sorry, not Aircon. That's the other thing. <laughs> I've already mentioned my number nine was the Snowman, so I'm not going to retread on that. Um, at number eight, Franco. Uh, again, not. I'm gonna. It's kind of low because it's not specifically a Christmas film. It's it's it's. One of the Harry Potter films. Yeah, which one? One that's got Christmas in it. Oh my oh, god! Come on, it's I... the first one, isn't it? It's Philosopher's Stone's got the uh, got the Christmas. To, to be completely honest, um, I'll I'll take any of them except for like, the last couple where it got really like dark and depressing. Yeah, um, I think it was like the Goblet of Fire. I think is specifically the one that's in mind. Uh, the one where they're all training. I think the, it is. the the first the first, I think the first four. They all have a Christmas scene in them, don't they? Because it's yeah. quite a big thing in the books that he gets left on his Todd yeah. for Christmas. What you found here, Franco, is a avid. I am. I'm you, a Potter you like, fan. Yeah. yeah, I'll have that. Yeah, I do yeah. I like Harry Potter. So yeah, that's a good. Well, I don't like him like that, but mm. you know, he's a good guy. Yeah. In fact, I would go for a beer with him. Yeah. The the, the guy who plays him. A butter beer. Yeah. Oh no! Have you ever had a butter beer? I've no, been to the Harry Potter world, and butter beer is grim. It's it's cream soda with cream on top of it. <laughs> right. Okay. So if you imagine sugar, and then add yeah. some more sugar, and then a little bit of extra sugar, just injected direct into your veins, just for good measure. So is this ideal for people with ADHD? <laughs> Certainly not. So. Do you know what I would do? Actually, I would send it's a coach. A, it's a good. It's a good cure for diabetes. Yeah. <laughs> Well, well, yeah, because you die. Exactly. <laughs> but I would probably send a group of autistic kids to that place and just say, "Have some butter beer," mm. and let them run wild across yeah. the whole of Warner Studios. So, um, is it why is it a Christmas movie for you then? Again, it's because they kind of show it around this time of the year, and I will admit, every time that the Christmas scene comes up, you you get the you get the you get the Christmas feeling. So that literally that is it. That's kind of why I would say that I I, I could watch. I have watched some of those films at Christmas. Actually, I think um, just I don't know. Just kind of, it just fits weirdly fits with the season. It does. It, it it does fall into one of those categories of is it a Christmas movie or not? I think you've just absolutely aptly described why it probably is, in my opinion. Yeah, Mark. Well, I mean, Timothy Dalton starred in Living Daylights, where there's a scene where he's driving down the side of a snowy mountain. Oh, here we go. Not a Scrooge. Christ- not a Christmas here scene, is it? <laughs> not there, is it? Don't oh, worry, yeah. Franco, I've got you back here. Oh, flipping <laughs> F2, right, get a room, lad. Um, <laughs> but no, just because I feel... This is why I've been very careful to not do this. It's just because a film was on at Christmas, thus does not make it a Christmas film. If you're not so, the next thing you'll be telling me is, well, I chose it because it had the word Christmas in it. <laughs> well, what's your well, number eight, then? And also, also um, one of the James Bond films wasn't there a Bond girl called Miss Christmas or something, or Lucy Christmas. I know what I'm watching on the, on a, on a Christmas Eve then. Was that that L- Lucy Christmas? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In fact, I don't know her name, but it's it was called Christmas flares. <laughs> you have done your research. Yeah. Well, you know, I've not used Jane Bond film, have I? I'm a top ten. So, what are you asking me, sir? What's your number eight? National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. <sighs> You're already doing that because you're on your list. No, I'm not. It, that's that falls into a stupid film category um, has it got the word Christmas in it is it also on Christmas is it Christmas yes it is I'm not disputing that I just don't think it should be in the top 10 because 
how do you feel about this, Franco? Where, where does your humour lie in terms of what's a funny film and what's not? Uh, uh, well, he laughs at himself in a bedroom, so that's yeah, the right I asking. Yeah, I mean, I, I think my I consider my humour kind of weird because I laugh at things, genuinely laugh at things that people don't laugh at. Okay. Um, but when it comes to comedy, like comedy films, um, I, I really, I don't know how to describe it. I like random stuff, kind of, but it has to be the right kind of random. If it's random for the sake of being random, if you, if you kind of get where I'm going with this. Yeah, yeah. keep going. Yeah. We'll get it. We'll get there in the we'll end. We'll get there in the end. I, yeah. just, I just don't. I just don't find Chevy Chase funny at all. Oh, you don't. Well, you were no. born in the eighties. That's why. No, I, I don't. mean, he's a bit like Will Ferrell. I, I don't mind some of Will Ferrell's stuff. I mean, I like Anchorman and I like Elf. Um, have you not seen Community? No. Have you not seen F- Fletch Lives? Have you not seen all of the? What was the um, Spies Are Us? I just Dan think. I, I just think sometimes things just are just too like Naked Gun. It's just not. It's it's stupid funny. Shall I tell you why? Why people who why you don't see that anymore? Which is why you don't see any more kind of scary movie films. Go on. The reason is is because Phil because because people, you know, millennials particularly. Oh, you're a millennial. Aren't you? Millennial, aren't you? Because you're born in the eighties. That's what you are. Am I? Yeah, you are. You're born in the eighties. So therefore, I've just explained now why you don't find it funny. So because we live in a world where YouTube is full of people doing stupid things that you can laugh at. It, it removes the need for films like we had scary movie. I had this opinion about these types of films long before YouTube was created. Well, yeah, but you're still a millennial. But Am I a millennial? What, what's the definition of a millennial? People born in know. 1980 onwards. I was born in 1980, so I don't think I am. 1980 onwards. Yeah, well. Just Google it. Anyway, so I think it's because, because we have people... So it's about instant gratification. So because people instantly see things in in uh, like different various things, so WhatsApp or whatever, uh, YouTube, Instagram, which are funny, the slapstick and the hilariousness. It, it, people are already making so memes. So let's so let's use that as the main example. A meme is already somebody um, satirizing something that's happened. And that's what those movies did. So now there's no need for those movies because people are already doing memes to satirize stuff, and that's why they haven't worked. But I was brought up on um, Police Squad, uh, Naked Gun, Scary Movie. You know, I know what you did last Friday the Thirteenth or whatever it was called, and and you know they did get a bit silly. However, I quite like the fact they lampoon stuff. Mm. Do you? <coughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah, um, I quite like the Naked Gun movies, um, even the third one. I just, I just, they get really creative with some of their gags. I don't know. I just think I think they can. I think they're quite fun. What did you think of the OG Simpson one? Oh, best one. Yeah. Yeah. What did you think about the glove? Yeah, it was all right. Yeah. It was quite yeah. real, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I but, think so. Um, yeah. I so, that, you, that is my... You're both wrong. Number so eight should be Muppets Christmas Carol. You are kidding me. The best reincarnation not believe, of the Christmas Carol story. I do not believe you have just had a go at me for that and then wheel that one out. The music, man. The, is that, the has it got Patrick Stewart in it? That's the only redeeming factor no. it could have. The which Muppets is the, Christmas it's got Michael Caine in yeah but which is the one that's got Patrick Stewart I know he plays oh Scrooge. that was the animation version oh, relatively right. recently I can't now. believe that is scandalous that you've literally ripped my choice and you've come out with a Muppets one no it, it's brilliant I'm surprised he hasn't come out with Smurfs Christmas Wonderful Day or whatever <laughs> it's called in fact I bet you haven't come out with Star- if you've got Star Wars Celebration Day on your list someone's getting home, going home in a boot the tunes are fantastic. Apart from the slow, soppy, romantic one, which is about midway through, which is mm. like three minutes of my life and never getting back. 
apart from that one um i i think it's brilliant and just to to prefix that with the fact that michael kane only agreed to do it if he understood that he would do it as though it was a shakespeare style um production he he point blank refused to do any winking at the cameras or smiles or laughs he, he was playing it deadpan straight so you've got this guy this this well-renowned actor um doing a proper deadpan shakespearean quality um well he's uh, known for his shakespeare jaws the revenge <laughs> well, he's, obviously, he, well no but he was he was aiming to do it in this film so was he whilst, he's got, himself? whilst, he, whilst he's got puppets <laughs> or puppets around him uh, as he's caught sounds like one of your dreams Franco. yeah that is <laughs> that's gonna be the next film <laughs> uh so yeah I, I i think it's a good film franco are you with me it's all right <laughs> that's a no people in people in Brig are terrified to be honest yeah what's wrong with it it's there's nothing definitely wrong with it. a Christmassy film there's nothing yeah. wrong with it but I don't see the justification to say how yours is better than my National Lampoon's I bet you I have laughed more heartily in that film than you would in the Muppets one probably if you haven't sung as much no that's true there you go well this I is going to move us into um, the musicals top 10 Mm. In which case you'll be on your own because I've got none because they're all shit. Well, what's your number seven then, Franco? Home Alone two. Oh, sequel. Oh, epic fail. Come on, two sequels. I'm sorry. Wait till later on. Wait till, wait till later on. Yeah. Go, yeah. Okay. So Home Alone two. Why do you love it? It's just again, it's just Christmas through and through, and it's it's a bit of a shit film, but I still dig it. It's, I don't think Home Alone two is a shit film. No, no. I don't think it was shit, but it's a sequel. See, it's the law of diminishing returns. Mm. I'm not saying it's not a good film, by the way. Just a record. I yeah. do. I've seen. It, I think it's very good. I just think if you go do a top ten, one of the things you should try your best to stay away from is sequels. Because I could have filled my top mm. ten up with two different films with all the sequels they've had. Yeah, it's a bit of a cop out, then, isn't mm. it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, that's true. I disagree. I, is I that think because you've put... got umpteen sequels? No, I actually don't have any sequels in there. Okay. Um, and but I'm completely with Franco. I I, I think it's as good as or nearly as good as at worst mm. the the first one and so it's well deserving of being in a top 10 well by your logic and there's film, no dispute it's Christmas every film that's yeah. been out at Christmas you could fill your top 10 with all of the Harry Potter films and the two Fantastic Beasts films well uh, when we finish going through our top 10 I'll run through some of the ones that were on me nearly could have been list okay and you'll actually find some of those are on uh, proper mm. Christmas films as well okay. but yeah I'm, I'm well in for that one yeah um, yeah I did like that. How old yeah. were you when that came out? <laughs> I don't know. You've just watched them. You see, I remember it when it actually came out. Yeah. Um, yeah, love it. Good shout there, my friend. Thank you. With you. Go on then, Mizzo. What's your number seven? Jingle all the way. Oh, my God. Did you just do a fist pump? Wait, wait, wait till later. Jingle all the way. Yeah. Do Arnold Schwarzenegger. Absolutely. Go on. What's the story? You've of it? got to justify well, it. I, well, I mean, it's it's on my list. It's um, a wonderful, it's a wonderful film with a action hero not playing action hero, but using the um, kind of the vehicle of comedy to get the toy that his son wants, and the toy he wants is a super ac- super action hero. Um, it's basically Black Friday. Well, it it is. It's all the things I hate about Christmas. It's the commercialisation. Hang on, didn't I start the whole of this podcast by saying that's the reason I hate Christmas? And now you've come and no, joined me. The things, the, the 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 bits I hate about what Christmas has become to some people. Me, 
But yes, uh, but I find but that's why I find it seems like like with with Franco's humor, the reason I find it um, funny is because it's all the things that are wrong with Christmas. The over-commercialised, the people leaving things last minute. You know, it's we literally we literally closed down for a day, and there's people buying it like end of days. So there's like people buying fourteen thousand pints of milk, mate. You can go to a you go to a petrol station and open twenty five years a day. What? <laughs> That's how, which world do you live in? Well, it's multiverse, so it's in all. It's in fact, if you went to a multiverse, you'd find a shop selling milk. That's how many, how often you can get milk, but. That's the point, and people are going get the butter. We need more butter, and then it's like you've forgotten the sprout. What? And yeah, it's it's just ridiculous. So I quite like the fact that it's Arnie who is loved for his action and is like kind of it's kind of um, meta in a way because it's oh him. My God. I can't believe you used the word meta. Well, because it to is compare a Christmas film. Well, because we're going deep. It's a deep dive. Deep. Oh. Mark's deep dive. It's basically a deep dive into the film, which is it's meta because he's an action hero known for his action, being a hero, and his son wants a toy that he's left for the last minute, and he's fighting people to get it. And you know, to be fair, if you saw Arnie fighting for the last toy, you just give him it, wouldn't you? Mm, yeah. Unless I'm, I'm looking for you for support, but I don't think I'm going to get any ammo. No, not from me. Oh, Unless I, you I getting... think it's a. I mean, it's watchable, but that's all it is. It's not in my top ten. Put it that way. Well, I've, I've seen your top ten. <laughs> To be fair, it's a, you, the, the criteria is a Christmas film. I can't see. Too Turning fact. it over. Yeah, good shout. <laughs> no, I can't see your top ten. Um, it's a Christmas film. You ask It me. is a Christmas There's yeah. no dispute it's a Christmas it, film. I my, said, yeah. like, for my rules, it's... Ten it's, good films, preferably. Well, we didn't, well, you didn't say good Christmas films. You just said top ten Christmas films <laughs> that you like. I like it for that reason. It's humorous, isn't it? Yeah, I, I mean, think so. The problem, the problem now is, and it kind of goes to what you were saying, is humour... Is so fickle these days, and humour is so censored. You can't laugh at anything anymore. So people are terrified to make jokes. Um, universities won't have com- comedians on their on their thing because people are terrified to to make a joke. So humour now has lost its way. Whereas you think about the days where, but slapstick, pushing and shoving. You push a woman in a the shop these days, you can get the sued on you. <laughs> but aren't oh walking God. through? I mean, have you ever pushed a woman in the shop? Uh, no. Can I just not re- recommend it for anybody who's listening? Yeah. Only in trolleys. You must have you must have done the trolley dash where you just jump on a trolley and wheel down the aisle. Have you not done that? I've done that. It's yeah. Done. yeah, we've yeah. all done that. I tell you what I did do actually just as a kind of by the by segue into segue into something ridiculous was I used to when I uh, used to go shopping at twenty four hours, sort of in the middle of the night in the morning, is when people were getting shopping is I would move their trolley. Um, in fact, what I did do, actually, because I was being extra malevolent, um, was I filled someone's tra- um, trolley up with tampons and got off. Not on the, not got off. Yeah. You know, just ran away. Because yeah. that would just be ridiculous, wouldn't it? Well, getting um, off on the tampons. Well, these would be weird. <laughs> yeah. But you get like you could be seen, and they'd catch you then. Whereas I just put a pile of always extra on the lets and just got off. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I just digressed. I thought it was quite a funny story. So I just thought uh, I just quite like the 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 humour to it all, and a bit like Last Action Hero, it's just another. It is meta. It's him being himself. It's Arnie, isn't it? Get to yeah. the chopper. Do do it. Do it, Franco. I can't do an Arnie impression. Just, oh come on. Do 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 your army, Arnie. I'll be back. That's not too bad, is it? I'll be back. Get to the chopper. Um, I probably sound probably Scandinavian. I don't know what I sounded like. Get the toy. <laughs> Anyway, if yeah. you need well, any voiceover work, yeah, please. don't come to me. I'm going to take your shit Christmas movie and raise you, elf. 
number seven. Okay. Elf. Okay. Will Ferrell. It is a one of his funny films. The the one tone, of the, one the, of the tonality a few. The tonality, body language, and response to your answer tells me that all of us have got Elf on our list. It's just a good film, isn't it? Yeah. It's funny, and I think what I particularly like about Elf is that the kids can watch it because they can enjoy it because it's an it's an adult dressed up as Elf, and that's just silly. But some of the jokes that he has and he produces are very adult, so yeah. you can sit there and laugh and giggle along with it with the children, but enjoying a completely different film. It also has the whole warm and fuzzy Christmas feel to it. It is just generally a good film. Yeah. And I think I win the round for number seven. Because okay. quite frankly, that's the best film. You win the round for it being chosen, on, but will you win the round ultimately in, in the hierarchy of the structure? Will you wait for my number six? Franco, what's your number six? Uh, Jack Frost. The horror Ooh. movie. <laughs> I think... No, 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 it's Jack, Jack Frost. It's, it stars... Oh, um, hang on. Is it Michael Keaton? Michael Keaton. Boom, for yeah. 10 points. Yeah. I mean, I might not have seen that shit film, it's but bit, I know it was in it. It's a bit like a horror movie, because Jack Frost has got a weird tint in his eye, hasn't he? Yeah. yeah. He, and he also jumps into someone's shower, doesn't he? Uh, I might have made that up, I can't actually. Remember. No, I think I've made that bit up. Um, but again, it, genuinely, for me, it's, it's just based off nostalgia. That's why I like that film. And it's ridiculous. Okay. A lot of my films on this list are absolutely just ridiculous. I have to say, I've got a picture of Jack Frost in front of on me, phone. and he's one of the most sadistic-looking. Uh, that is quite evil. Snowmen I've ever seen in my life. He looks like Mike Myers. Uh, he he looks like what, you would fire. Yeah, he, he looks like you would wake no, up you? and he'd be holding a large dagger in his hand. I'm, so, I'm glad you said dagger because that could have gone a few ways. Yeah, that could have. Well, he's got one of those faces as well. So, I, uh, yeah, he that Carith. would freak me mm. out. It's definitely not on my top ten. But why is he on your top ten? Did you not miss the answer? I'll I'll, I'll say it again. Generally, just like from from nostalgia's sake, it's one of those ones. Like I like films that are just stupid and ridiculous that you can just kind of you you can tell that the filmmakers knew that it was just this. This is just basically ass that we're making. And leprechaun. Yeah. Um, so that they, it just it kind of shows in the filmmaking that they were just having fun with it. I don't know. I I, I like it. I think I think it's just. Um, you don't have to think. You should, it's not one that you have to think too much into. It's cerebral. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, fair I mean, I think enough. I think when I saw that, my IQ lowered. Mm. I had to. De- in fact, I had to de-skill to watch it. Well, can I? Can I full disclosure? I don't think I've ever seen Jack Frost. Okay. Yeah, I'm surprised. By there's, that. there's a scene where he's because he's a snowman. He's he's like he's really good at ice hockey and he's like skating around an ice rink. Um, that, that that's a scene for you. They're all the staples for a snowman. Yeah. yeah, anything involving ice and snow is a winner, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much. He's, he's throwing snowballs at kids at one bit. He eats ice cream. Yeah. He has an Arctic roll. Yeah. Pardon. Yeah. What? <laughs> a cornetto. Yeah. Okay. You could do actually Jack Frost the musical, and he could sing. You could probably do this because you're Italian. Mm. Um, just one cornetto. Yeah, that that would be good. I could do that. Yeah. Gino yeah. Ginelli. Excuse me. That's your new name, Franco Gino Ginelli. I like that. Thank yeah. you. The keeper. What's your number seven? Uh, no, what's uh, your number six? Oh, now this, my friend, is going to get me back in your good books. Go on then. Trading places. Okay. Yeah. Classic Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Not too bad. Not too shabby. Just after. Is it before or after Beverly Hills Cop? I think it's probably before. Quite close, isn't it? I don't know. It was 
It was after Brewster's uh, that's what Brewster's millions is his, um isn't is not him. <laughs> You're editing that bit out. Brewster's millions. Yeah, see that's not got Eddie Murphy in. No, but it's got I thought it had Eddie Murphy in it. No. Well, who's got Bruce who's in Bruce's Oh Bruce's millions is the guy out of Superman Fuck fucking no. three. <laughs> what what why is the, why have I said that's bad? Is it because you think because I've said he, I've been confused with another black guy? <laughs> so you're hypersensitive to all, everything offensive. All that's getting edited out. But that's you. That's not me. You 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 got hypersensitive over the fact that I've misappropriated a film. What happened to you, <laughs> millennials? Brewster's from the eighties, like yeah. early eighties. Like, what tra- yeah, what's trading places? It's probably 82, 81. 83. Okay, so it's when's Brewster's millions? And it's not racist if you pick the wrong film. Yeah. I bet you any money, Brewster's Millions is probably within... 85. Okay, so two years difference. I'm sure he was probably cast in the role and couldn't do it. There's no way you can you can flip him, mix up Richard Pryor and... You can, because he went, he went through a bad patch of alcoholism. Anyway, we'll start anyway, that again. Yeah. So, Trading Places yeah. is the one I've chosen. Um, a classic Eddie Murphy, um, which... Is well, Trading Places based on another film uh, of a of a similar similar ilk, um, but made it more com- comedian with obviously Eddie Murphy in this one, playing a down and out. What, you, what are you looking at me like for? <laughs> um, it, not, it's well, definitely Christmas ish. No, well, it is. It's, 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 it's technically it's a Christmas and a New Year film, mm-hmm. isn't it? So. Um, I, I haven't put it in my top ten because I will watch it on New Year's Day instead. Mm. Um, oh, behave. <laughs> it, it, I have to say, oh, I actually watched this relatively recently and it hasn't dated particularly well with some of its jokes. It's a little bit risque. Um, but you do get to see... Um, Let's, right, the thing, right, when you watch a movie, don't get me started on this, bloody hell. When you watch a movie, you watch it at the time it was made. Don't get in. Do not get into the pandering malarkey where people want to reinvent the past because the history doesn't fit what they want as their as their, um, well, how they they look at the world. Do mm. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You know, if if books were written by women and books were written by men in the period when they were done, yeah, don't invent new people because you not you don't like the history. Yeah, and I find that I find that that is the offence. Yeah, it's because people. Um, look it through the prism of, of being offended and go well did the war happen well of course it did Yeah. are we going to reinvent the fact it didn't happen because someone's offended bollocks <laughs> yeah. you know if you make the movie the movie Trading Places is a funny film you don't have to get offended by what it says now mm. it's because you know that contextually they wouldn't have made it for our uh, 2019 viewers because yeah. it wasn't made in 2019 no. and that's the wonderful thing with films you know if you think about the uh, well, any movie that's made of a period, mm. you adjust accordingly, don't you? Yeah, yeah. So, in terms of like the eighties or something, the nineties movies, mm. there was a kind of well, we've already covered it really in terms of they were just making them. They weren't really like the, the clip um, in Commando where he's literally firing a weapon. Is it an M forty? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. For like an entire ten minute scene, it doesn't em- empty a clip once. Yeah. So. You have to dispel belief, and it's probably not cultural references. I mean, coming to America, it's not. You couldn't watch it now, could you? I bet you've got that on your list. No, no, it's not a Christmas film. Pollard's classic films. It's um, you do get to see Jamie Lee Curtis's boobs, though. So oh, I can't watch it because it's offensive. No, yeah. <laughs> no, the thing, the thing is, which is what I always bang on about, is people 
get recreationally offended. And just because you're offended doesn't mean you're right. Because for every film that you watch and you go, you can't say that because it upsets someone, it doesn't matter, you just watch it. It's just, it, it, it's it's not a Christmassy film for mm. me. There mm. isn't Coming really... to America or Trading Places? Trading Places. I think it. I think the reason I picked it is because it is, um, it's like Christmas. Yeah, okay. That's it. No, but that's fair enough. I'm, I was trying to fit the criteria to meet something legitimate, really, because otherwise you could have millions of films and go, it just happened to have the director's birthday on the 24th of December, yeah. or they filmed the day in December. Uh, but I just thought, because it's Christmassy. I will t- well, I will take your tentatively linked set at Christmas film and match it with an equally tentatively linked set at Christmas film, which I know you're going to hate. True lies. <laughs> Love Actually. Yes. I did go there. Mm. It's just gushy and soppy and shit. But Too gushy, though? Well, that, but it's Christmas, so you're allowed to be a bit gushy, aren't you? I mean, yeah. I... I I'm one of those people who squirms at overly romantic-y scenes in films, yeah. but for some reason, because this is kind of set at Christmas, it gets a pass. Gets a pass. It okay. does. It gets a pass, and that—that's probably the only way you can justify it, because um, it is—it's—it's—it's it's, it's an uncharacteristically soppy film that yeah. I just seem to accept and quite enjoy. Plus, Gary Oldman does a cracking turn in it. Okay, is he in it? Yeah, I haven't seen it. Yeah, he's the one cheating on his his wife with oh, his, classic. Here we go. With, his, yeah. with his, his work colleague thing. Yeah, um, the Christmas staple. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, um, it's it's a good film. It's all right. Yeah, Adultery, have you seen it? No. Have you never seen Love Actually? That doesn't a, surprise me. I saw a trailer. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't, it's already kind of well, it always kind of confirmation bias for me, isn't it? Well, what about you, Franco? What do you think of it? Uh, I haven't seen it either. I've got the DVD. No, <laughs> you've got the DVD. You see, you see no, in, in fairness, he has bought the DVD. Is it holding your door open? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, sometimes I like um, if I'm a bit like uh, too warm in the gym, I like just use it as like a doorstop. Yeah, yeah. Well, Is it like the ET games? Yeah, been buried in yeah, like, pretty landfill. Much. Well, I hereby set you both a Christmas challenge, which is to watch it before Christmas this year, because I'm genuinely interested to know how much you hate it, because I suspect you're not going to... Bearing in mind, I now know how you feel about Christmas. This is kind of the epitome of everything that you hate. Put our friendship to the test there. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I I would like to know your notes. So that's my my number six. Number five. I'm going Scrooged. Ooh, he's he's marked it up. So yeah, it's taken. So up. Why, yes, why do you disagree with? Why is it further up your list? Because I'll admit, I've only recently just seen it. Okay. For one thing, and I had absolutely because we were just scrolling on Amazon Prime, you know, as you do. He's and not a sponsor. Mm, he was not a sponsor. <laughs> and a film policy at the podstation.co.uk Amazon. <laughs> Thank you very much. Get in early. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Right, so we we were, we were I was watching it, and the the second it started, I it just blew my mind. I was like, "What? Uh, what is this?" Like, that's a good thing or a bad thing. If you like as, weird as a, humor, it's yeah, right down your alley, like, isn't it? It's, it's right up there because it starts with uh, you know elves making presents, and Santa's coming in, he's doing his usual shtick, and then all of a sudden. People start shooting like with machine guns, like shooting the shit out of like Santa's grotto, and then they then they pull machine guns out, and I'm like, what the fuck kind of Christmas film is this? And then 
and then it just keeps going and it just ramps up and then we then Bill Murray is acting like almost like a Lex Luthor Joker type just just insane and and then you've got the the uh, that guy with the weird voice and then like he 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 doesn't he just ramps up throughout the whole film and it was just like non-stop just I just I still kind of don't know what to think about it other yeah. than that I thought it was amazing okay yeah I, I I found Scrooge a bit too weird, which is why it's not in my top ten. Yeah, but I I get all that. I think it's a good film. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of I'm probably more with your ranking mark than than yours, Franco. Yeah, I think but it's like I more can completely having yeah. heard your descriptions of the kind of stuff you like. I can completely get yeah. why that's at number five. Yeah, because so I'll just, I'll just finish with this. Like the 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 ending itself, it's like they didn't even write an ending. Like Bill Murray basically just seemed to like riff. On it, and like it went on for ages, and I wasn't getting bored. Like even to the point where Bill Murray was like talking to the audience. You can imagine a lot of that was improv. Yeah, I think so. The day he decided to turn up. Yeah, I think so. I think they must have filmed everything in one day. Filmed on mostly in one set, in it. So yeah, yeah, the same set as Screw um, (laughs) the Grinch. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, your number five. We're seeing now. We're moving into the big boys now. Batman Returns. Ooh. Isn't it? Kiss me. Boom. Oh, look at you two yeah. little loves up. Come on, have you not got it on your list? No. Oh, too busy filling it full of uh, rom-coms, I decided you? to stick quite rigidly to Christmas films with the major Christmas tropes, although I do fully accept, A, Batman Returns is an awesome film, mm. two, there are strong Christmassy tropes to it, but it's a bit too dark and therefore not really... That festive Christmassy spirit for me, right to up my in. street. But mm-hmm. it's it, it's it, it. I fully accept why it's on there, yeah. and it's a cracking film. That is, that's how I spend my Christmas. What? Just killing people. Yeah. <laughs> well, not all people. And wearing lycra. Well, I don't. Yeah. Oh, you're thinking I'm Catwoman? Oh, listen. <laughs> I wouldn't get away with that. I fell in. Well, I know that, but I I fell in love with Michelle Pfeiffer in this film. It, she's just yeah. awesome. Well, you know they have to sew her into that. They'd yeah. have to sew it into me, to be fair, yeah. if I was wearing it. I'd look like a bing bag of bing bang. <laughs> I'll do it again. You look like a bean bag with hernia. <laughs> yeah, I'd look like a prolapse. Literally, look, look like a, I'd look like a bean bag yeah. that's just given birth to a bean bag and prolapsed a bean bag. <laughs> nice one. Exactly. Yeah. Don't have that any Christmas dinner. No, I won't do. Okay. So go on then, justify it. I've, 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 and, and, and I kind of know the answers to this, but justify it nevertheless. Okay, well, there's a couple of reasons for this. Apart from it meets the criteria for a Christmas movie... Uh, and it's also Batman. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, it's also a decent Batman. Yeah. Yep. Uh, would, would we agree yeah. with that? I think we'll have yeah. that. Okay. Uh, I mean, I know it was getting to the point where Michael Keaton was getting a bit pissed off being being kind of out-starred by other people, like such as Danny DeVito and everyone else. Um, it's just a... It's a silly movie as well, isn't it? Because mm-hmm. it's... it's um, what's his name? The director? Tim Burton. Yeah, it's Tim Burton, isn't it? Yeah. So it's Tim Burton's dark visualisation of a, a neo-gothic mm-hmm. um, Gotham it, but it's, again it's just got all the things you know it's um, silly action silly you know fighting scenes things like that um, a little bit like going to the circus yeah. you know you've got the carnival feeling about it um, and I'd like, I like I actually like Michael Keaton I like Michelle Pfeiffer. Well, Christopher Walken's like number five or six in the, in the star list, isn't it? Yeah. That, yeah. that kind of shows you how strong the cast was. When you this. think about the, the star quality of a movie like that, um, and I kind of also remember it coming out 
and you know the the opening scene, kind of the visuals and things. And mm. you think about the oh, time nice. of when it was made, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so it just is a, a it's, well, I'm not going to say I was going to say feel good film. It's feel good from the point that you watch it and the satisfaction. Satisfaction is a better description than feel good. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's a feel good film at all, is it? Well, it's, in terms of the content, it yeah. isn't. But the satisfaction from you don't feel that you've been um, shortchanged. No, it's mm. a cracking film. Yeah, cracking. you know, and also Batman. But yeah. he doesn't. He Batman. doesn't leave me feel warm and fuzzy. Mm. If you're a maniacal villain, you are. Yeah, perhaps. You're having gas to Gotham. But yeah, I'm not saying that to happen. So mm. you're you're having that. Is that on your list? Yes, it is. I won't ask you where on no. the list. You might be surprised. Okay, two. okay. I'm going to go with a two. How excited? Maybe even number one. Not number one. No. You'd be surprised by my number one. Okay. You get, yeah. Yeah. The reindeer. <laughs> well, I have gone for another Bill Murray film. Mm. I've gone for Groundhog Day. Ah. Now, this is the one that he actually had a falling out with Harold Ramis. Oh, really? After that mm. movie, they never talked again. Uh, well, I, I mean, I love this film. I'm not sure whether it is particularly a Christmas film. Every day. <laughs> well, yeah. well it, is it set at Thanksgiving? I mean, I don't even know when the Groundhog Day ah, ceremony takes technically, place. Technically, though, this is mm. the Groundhog Day is linked, is it, to Thanksgiving, which is their kind of Christmas? It's the, sort of yeah. their prelude to Christmas, isn't yeah. it? Happy holidays. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the snow, so that instantly makes me feel festive. Of course, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. It's absolutely hilarious. Um, it's great. I just, it's a nice film, but I've, it's at five because it's such a good film. Because it's probably one of my favourite films generally. Yeah. Um, but if I was gonna, if I was gonna start December and work my way through December leading up to Christmas in terms of Christmas films, it'd sort of be in the first week of Christmas because it's kind of a a very loose Christmas film. Mm. It's a, it's yeah. alright. I wouldn't uh, criticise that. No, I wouldn't either. I, I quite, I didn't realise. Until you explained it about the Thanksgiving things, so it's still still valid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So. Uh, number four. I'm not sure how you're going to feel about this one, but I'm going to go. I'm going to go with it. Uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Now it's a tricky one. Yeah. It's, yeah. Now, because you can take it either way. We did watch it for Halloween this year, but I could also watch it for watch it on Christmas as well because like the the first half of the film is like very not Christmassy but the second half definitely especially like uh, even though Tim Burton didn't direct it it's kind of his vision essentially of, of what his vision of Christmas and it's just I don't know what it is about it is about his vision in, in that season but it just I don't know it just clashes it, it, it just goes meshes that's better, it meshes really well together I think Mark yeah, I'll let you have that. We actually had a little bit of a pseudo conversation about this because we weren't sure. Now, a big shout out to uh, Gareth who is with us again. He's having if more. If he wants air to be a sponsor of the show, Gareth, yeah, you need to get your wallet out. Yeah, <laughs> right. us a check <laughs> the pod station. Um, we had a bit of a, a conversation prior and talk. We kept, the conversation came up about we we're doing a top ten, mm-hmm. uh, and he said, "Oh, Nightmare." He said, "What about Nightmare Before Christmas? Is yeah. it a Halloween film or is it Christmas?" Well, it's got Christmas in the title, so I'm yeah. not being funny. It's already on to a winner there. Yeah. Well, well, but this goes back to what I was saying: is do you pick a film because it has Christmas in? But I would say it's Christmas and Halloween. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I say yeah, I agree I, with that. You know, I think that's because it is. It's it's Halloween esque. That's character. called being commercially savvy. Is that absolutely? Mm. Yes. You market that bad boy at two times twice yeah. in the year. Yeah, yeah and also yeah. happens at Hanukkah as well. So exactly. You know. <laughs> um, and he has a Valentine's um, mm-hmm. box of chocolates. Of so it's all of them. I, I have to say, I've never seen it all the way through. 
I'd recommend it. It's pretty good. Is it good? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I, I, if you watch Love Actually, I'll watch Nightmare Before Christmas. Deal. Yeah. I won't make that deal. Oh, don't be a miser. Oh, have you not met me? <laughs> Go on then. What's so your we're now, f- we yeah. are now in the top echelon now. You are going to love these ones coming through right now. Go on then. Gremlins. Okay. So you're smiling. Yeah. So I'm happy. You're happy with that. I, I, I mean, it's a good that. film. It yeah. is a good no, film. But would you say it was Christmassy? I yeah. know I know. Gremlins 2 technically also happens at Christmas, yeah. but again, sequel, I don't want to be cheating the process. Of course. Um, and I just felt, uh, well, I just I just love practical effects. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. Do, do you know what I mean? I can't remember what it's called, but you know when you just go back to basic, you, you mentioned it earlier where you're just going with, you know when you mentioned sort of about the... the um, uh, like the animatronics and... Yeah, it was the film that you picked, the three, the... Um, Wallace Hardman, and Gromit. Yeah, so Wallace and Gromit, yeah. stop animation. Yeah, yeah. And you think when you've got CGI, which is easy to do these days, mm-hmm. when people choose to do things that take far longer, you're going, do you want to get the car to do that 10-mile drive or do you want to walk it? And you go, oh, no, I'll, I'll walk it. When people are doing stop animation, they've got puppeteers, rope, you know, animatronics and all yeah. that, to have the gremlins. And I'm not too sure whether it was um, the, the Jim Henson puppets or maybe ILM or somebody... But it's just, just great to have them, mm. you know, gizmo. I mean, apart from being a commercial thing from a product range anyway, yeah. which I think at the time was the next thing to a Furby, yeah. um, if memory serves. Were you born then? Yes. What was 85? Let me refer to my Bible. Also known as IMDb. If you want to sponsor us. Uh, 84. Oh, I see, 85. Mm. So you were, you were four, mate. Yeah, well, I didn't watch it when it came out, but yeah. there is such <laughs> a thing the, as videos. Yeah, not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> there was, um, and I just love Gizmo's um, song. Mm. Sing it for us, please. Okay, let me just. <clears throat> as obviously, I was at the time, my voice hadn't broken. Anyway, that's all I'm going to do for ridicule. I it takes to make you already. Now, given how successful Gremlins was, because I was just having a look at the cast list there, I have to be honest and say they haven't fared very well. Um, mm-hmm. We've got Zach Galligan. Never heard of him. Don't I know have. what else he's been in. Phoebe Cates. Phoebe Cates done a couple of um, other yeah. films. Mm-hmm. Not not anything that I particularly recognise. You've got um, Hoyt Axton. Oh, you know him. Met him last week. Yeah, he did a Barclay card advert. John Lewis. John Lewis? John. <laughs> oh, they're big. Yeah. He's a massive He's John massive. Lewis. He yeah. went into a different career. Oh, they, yeah. well, they do a lot of stuff at Christmas. Hey, oh, yeah. Luke, Don Steele, Susan Burgess. I don't recognise any of these people. Um, Corey Feldman, I do. Mm-hmm. Um, dead. Who? Isn't Corey Feldman dead? No. No, okay. no he's not dead. Oh, alive. He's yeah. looking a lot older. Corey, it's the other one. It's his mate. Which one? The other Corey. Which core is that? I can't remember. Corey. Dead. Yeah. <laughs> it's, quite, it's quite surprising that there haven't been more people with more greater successes on the back of that film, because it is a classic, isn't it? Yeah. Certainly Steven Spielberg. His film. Well, with the exception of him, obviously. He obviously thought that the Gremlins were better actors than the actors mm. and didn't carry them through. Well, yeah. he could have done He'd done a classic and just employ people who were yeah. not known and go, it was pay a pound. <laughs> <laughs> who wants to know what my number four is? Go yeah. ahead, go, go on. on. <sighs> Bad Santa. Have you, yeah, it, it, Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah. Of course, it's just. I haven't seen it. Have you seen it? Have you never seen Bad? Oh my! It's on Netflix, isn't it? 
Yeah. Well, Bad Afternoon, Bad, Th- Bad Santa oh, 2. Oh, dude. You've I, got to watch Bad Santa. I'll admit, I haven't seen it either. And it's, ne- it's never particularly tickled my fancy. What? Yeah. Tell People. Me, tell me what it's about. So. Is it about Santa who's Billy bad? Bob Thornton plays <laughs> a typical Billy Bob Thornton role, which is he's an alcoholic waste of space. Mm-hmm. So if you walk out um, of interviews. And, and what he... He... He is uh, like a store Santa Claus, and he teams up with, um, I say, a friend. He's more like a, a co-worker who is um, a small person oh, who plays wow. an elf. Uh, and the two of them are thieves. So what they do is they are the Santa and the elf in a store, like a shopping mall, um, for the duration of the Christmas period. And then at the end of the Christmas period, they just basically break into the safe, steal all the stuff, go around the shops, nick a load of stuff, and then they live happily ever after for 12 months, and then it's a repeat, so each year. And so this story picks them up in a particular store, which has got, God bless his soul... Um, oh, shit. That's not what it is. Um, I've forgotten his name now. It's got Bernie Mackin oh, as yeah. the mm. store security, uh, and yeah, it's just brilliant because obviously Billy Bob Thornton is manically depressed, suicidal guy who's a raving alcoholic, um, sits and wets himself while the kids are sitting on his lap. He's you know he's that comatose. He's he's just not in a good place. But this young weird kid befriends him and is sort of dragging him into slightly the lighter side of things but it's just it's about a sacri if you don't like christmas this is right up your street because it's about as sacrilegious as you can possibly get for christmas but it's funny and it's Mm. brilliant and it's dark and it's real and it's just good it's just a cracking film don't watch bad santa 2 because it's shit okay (laughs) okay but stick with bad santa yeah now I know what your sense of humour seems to be like. You'll love it. Okay. And now I know you hate Christmas. You'll love it. So between the two of you, this will be in your top five this time next okay. year. Okay, a stocking filler. Oh, mate. Well, it it's all about stocking fillers. The, those kind of those kind of things. It goes into Billy Bob's festive um, fetishes whilst in costume. I mean, it. Oh, yeah. Christ. Yep. Well worth watching. Okay. Okay. Uh, number three, Franco. I'm going. I'm going. Batman Returns. Wow. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. I'm. I'm going number three. You would. You better wait. You wait and see. My <laughs> my top two are. So he he's held out a little longer with Batman Returns. Yeah. Uh, what's your number three? Elf. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Where was Elf on your list? Uh, mine was number seven. Did you have Elf on yours? No, I I didn't. I've, I I'll admit I've I've rearranged it a little bit. Okay. As I've gone on. Is that. Is that part of the rules? Can you change it on the hoop? He can do what he wants. Well, he clearly is. He's, he's, yeah. Yeah. He's, he's gone off book here. <laughs> do what he wants, mate. I'd, it's just because like, I thought, I've been going through the list and thinking, it's, it's not quite... I'd, like my, number, my top three, I think, they're solid. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so there's been manoeuvre elsewhere. A little bit, a little bit, I will admit. So why, why three as opposed to seven, which is where I had it? I just thought it was hilarious. I just thought the casting was amazing. James Caan, you know, um, it, yeah, I just it was just a funny. I mean, Will Ferrell or Ferrell, however you want to do it, not to be confused with the rapper mm-hmm. or the singer. Um, I just thought it was just a hilarious film. It's it was, you know, when you watch a film mm-hmm. and then you kind of watch it again, and you still have the laugh out loud moments that you did when you watched it the first time. It doesn't diminish in in humour, like Anchorman. 
Anchorman 2. Yeah. And I would argue as a sequel, and I mentioned the Law of Diminishing Returns, Anchorman 2 is as funny, if not slightly funnier, than the first one. I actually watched Anchorman 2 before Anchorman. Okay. And yeah, same, having actually. watched yeah. the first one afterwards, I, yeah, I'd yeah. agree with that. Yeah, and that's, with that. that's the kind of film it is. It's one of those ones where if I picked it up now um, and watched it, I would still be laughing to myself at, the, at just the stupidity and the hilarity. And it's it's just decent, good humour. Mm-hmm. You know, it, situational. Good, hearty Christmas humour, yeah. eh? Yeah, well, for it the is. the man who hates Christmas. Well, I hate Christmas. I like Will Ferrell. Yeah. I'd have him round for a pie. Mm-hmm. Well, or, you know, well. Tex-Mex. Tex-Mex. Come on, mate. It's going to be the new thing. Come all you faithful. Um. <laughs> Franco's trying oh, to cheat. He's having a cheat. I'm not. He's Come on, cheating. Gino Ginelli. I was just genuinely curious. I'm sorry. It's uh, also known as cheating. Uh, 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 yeah. So yeah, so that's why it's it's not anything. It's not outstanding in so much as you know it doesn't. It's not a blockbuster, is it? As such, um, although it did spawn a stage show. Did it? No. And to my knowledge, it did. Yeah. Oh, On wow. Broadway. Hmm? You learn something new every day, yeah, Franco. Well, at least a musical, anyway. To yeah. my knowledge, so. Elf actually has got such a, a cult, well not even cult, just a following yeah. of people who are avid fans and I would go as much as saying it's timeless because you watch you know, watching movies and they become, well if you pick what I said like trading places it's clearly a dated movie isn't it yeah it's funny but it's one of the ones is would you laugh in a room full of people yeah would you laugh if you watch trading places would you go <laughs> oh I'm gone Let's not do that. I'll get arrested. Um, <laughs> is it one of them where you laugh on your own on the cover? Well, <laughs> to go a little bit sort of um, with this, what they call the feelies. I've, mm. I've gone into a, a brave new world here. Yeah. So is it one of them where you kind of just have to laugh quietly so no one arrests you? Um, or Elf, you can laugh in private and you can laugh out loud. You could be in the street watching it on Dixon's and on your sofa. Of course. And, you know, you'd be laughing to yourself and not worry about getting arrested. Okay, fair that's, enough. That's I right. I mean, yeah, I've no, got, I, I agree. It's, I mean, it's in my top ten, so you're not here. I have nothing intellectually to provide the reasoning behind it, other than when you are. I, I, there's very few films that make me really heartily laugh because I'm so cold and dead inside. There's very <laughs> few films. You know, you got your tickle, uh, your, your tickle muscle. Mm-hmm. Well, that's in those tight trousers, yeah. You have, anyway. Um, <laughs> This See is, it for miles. It is <laughs> from the moon. Mine are yeah. tight for other reasons. <laughs> Overeating. Like, man, Dr. Manhattan sitting next to me. Um, <laughs> so it's um, it's one of those ones where you just laugh and it's not even... You know you said it's like things, it's not, it's not actually funny. Yeah. It's just the stupidity. But I can't really explain it intellectually. It's just that. Yeah. It's a, just a decent, hearty, hearty, wholesome film. Fair enough. Fair enough. You know, with a love story. It's got all the things, ticks all the boxes, yeah. doesn't it? It's nice, good, clean, funny humour done really, really well, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. It, it's not offensive to anyone, it's just well, funny. Elves. It's true. Because they're too big. That's the point. That's the joke, isn't it? You know, um, but no, that's the reason. That was my number three. Love it. My number three is Santa Claus the movie. I've gone retro. Gone back to the, the, the original man. Oh, with... Um, Dudley Moore. Yeah, yeah. Love it. Dudley Moore was such a great actor. It, he was. Uh, this is just. This is just for me the epitome of a Christmas film. It's just. I mean, you don't get much more Christmas in the story about Santa and his elf. Um, and it's. It, it's. I mean, it's got a cracking cast. Yeah, it has hasn't it? Um, there's no getting away from it. Uh, I, I, I'll let you have that. It's an enjoyable. Yeah, uh, I will. That's good. It's I an like enjoyable one. one, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. 
the, the kids didn't fare too well though did they um, with, I, with haven't been, I haven't been stalking them that much to be fair <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no, that's me number three and um, the fact that you, none of you are disagreeing with that I'm going to take that yeah. as a, a moral victory uh, right <sighs> business now Franco who's your number two I can't wait to get to my number one I, I, I wish we could just do the number one now but my number two is Home Alone <sighs> go on can I just ne- say before, ne- you, before you go into this let's look at where we are Let's just think about what we haven't mentioned. Yes. I think that we mostly might have the top two together the same. Okay. Okay. I've got a, I've got a, it's based basically on probability and just what behavioural science. Well, well, for the for the for the purposes, and he already knows this because he's checked my list out. Um, but um, I, I, for the for the record, I've got number two down as Home Alone as well. So, yeah. what? Why is it your number two, Franco? Well, uh, well, again, I've only just seen it quite recently. Um, I'll admit, it's like you've just been bored. <laughs> I know. He's like, he, he's like, shit, I've got to do a podcast about Christmas films. Yeah. About watch he's them all. Blitzed them. He's only twenty-four. You missed out on Santa, which is one of the best. Ones I, I, I will say, I, I watched it last year. Is when yeah. I watched it, and again, it was just. I like films that are just genuinely quite sweet, and anything with John Candy in it is is awesome because he's always like one of the. Like highlight moments of any film. If anyone's seen Uncle Buck, yeah, like he makes that movie for like no word of a doubt. And when he pops up in Home Alone, he just like amplifies the the, the movie to like eleven. Do you know he didn't get paid for that? He did it as a favor. That just, that makes it even better. Somehow. And you know he did it in a day. Yeah, it makes it even better. And you know he was told by um, his, well, his mates, isn't it? it? Was um, it was the guy he met on Uncle Buck, wasn't it? Yeah, well, it's Hughes, isn't it? It's um. John Hughes, yeah, yeah. And John Hughes said, "Can you come in?" And he said, "Just do what you need." And yeah. most of the stuff is ad libbed. Yeah, classic yeah. acting. But it's, it, it works, doesn't it? It's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. he basically had the the whole of the cast in just hysterics because the yeah. scene he was doing, they did umpteen takes. Mm-hmm. Um, and as you rightly say, he did do it for free. Polka, yeah. polka. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's that. It's the whole thing. Everyone was just in hysterics. Yeah. But he, the, the, the moments that the um, the moment he was on set, everyone. Was like it's John Candy and all this, and they're just a wonderful. Mm. Apparently, from what I've heard, just a wonderful, wonderful man. Yeah, who would just yeah. light up the room. Yeah, and we also have to give a mention to Macaulay Culkin because well, I think we point. take for granted how old he was, but how how good he was in that role yeah. too. Like he he stands up to like like was it, um, Pesci. Yeah, he stands up to Pesci for God's sake in that film, and they're just as good. I yeah. think. Um, Again, he's he's one of the reasons. He's the probably the main reason it's on the list. Yeah, um, like as high as it is, because um, they almost kind of I don't know. They almost kind of seem to forget that it's a Christmas film. But I don't know the the whole Christmas theme and um, the the whole storyline with the mother as well is is just um, really sweet. I think as well. I, I like I like a good sweet film, and that's like really like they deal with everything really well. I mean, Macaulay Culkin does quite a heart wrenching scene in the church, doesn't he? Where Bearing in mind how young he is, mm-hmm. he managed to pull pull off this really quite emotional scene when he's talking to the weird neighbor guy with the yeah. shovel yeah. about his daughter. Yeah, but the the scene that scene specifically with the the neighbor was really good. Like that that the neighbor character himself was just you know 
Just, it was just good, man. And they don't demonise mum, even though, quite frankly, <laughs> in this country, you'd have the kid taken off of you if you just managed to yeah. leave it. Well, again, if you were to update it now and do it again, you wouldn't be able to make it the same. You couldn't replicate no. the humour. No, no, you couldn't. I think I think it's specifically... There's something about um, 80s humour that just... Um, an 80s filmmaking that just resonates better than Absolutely. more modern day, I feel. It yeah. nearly wasn't made, you know. I do know. There's a show on Netflix at the moment which which goes through some of the classics and Home Alone's one of them. It went so far over budget that they pulled the plug. Was it Warner Brothers pulled the plug? Warner Brothers, basically, um, the, the budget came in was $14 million and they were offered... It was, they the wanted dif- it the difference 12, was, The difference was about $1.5 1. And so... The the story goes is that the guy from Warner Brothers was going round because it was in this in John Hughes's lot. It wasn't on the actual studio. Was going round all the different departments, the production, the AD, and everything else, and saying, "Right, it's cancelled, done." And in the days when it was pulled, it was pulled. Mm. And then behind him was the guy from John Hughes Entertainment, whatever, going around saying, "Just carry on." John Hughes just just said, "Carry on." Well, they they done allegedly. Um, there was already a deal in place for them to pick it up when Warner's bro- Warner Brothers From dropped Fox. it. Fox, wasn't it? Yeah, and so the guy was going around going, um, yeah, it's all done, pack up your stuff, we're all finished. And there was another guy going in about 30 seconds after he come in through the office going, no, we're not, we'll just keep going. Just carry on. We're yeah. carrying on as normal. And so the memory was, <laughs> whatever happens, just carry on. Whatever's said, just carry on. Yeah. So every, every time he went out the office... He'd go in and say, no, it's fine. And then when he'd finished going around, everyone telling them they were all sacked, he went up to the guy and went, yeah, you're sacked now, we don't need you anymore. You're <laughs> genius. Yeah. And so it, it was nearly not made, but thank Christ it was, because yeah. that's just a quality film. Yeah. Absolutely so. quality yeah. film. Um, yeah. Good choice, Franco. I'm with you on that one. We have our number twos matching. Do you? Home Alone. Really? Really? Uh, full house, people. Hell yeah. Yeah. Full house. Like as a prediction, I have a feeling that we're going to be the to- at the top one and two. We're going to be the same throughout. And so the reasons for me, apart from what you've already said, was it actually shaped um, stunts. Yeah. So all the stunts that were done were done. So when they fell, they went falling with pads or or, or um, cable pulls and things. They were literally throwing themselves on the floor, and um, that shaped. I mean, I know there's a uh, infographic or a. I think a couple of people on YouTube have done videos saying that the two people, the two um, Pe- Pe- uh, Joe Pesci's character would be dead mm-hmm. if they actually had that level of violence. And what they've also said is that to have a comedy a comedy with so much violence in it, um, to that level, it's kind of the Tom well, they and Jerry. Were, they said they were trying to do it comic, yeah. comic cartoon style. Yeah. You know, And I quite like the fact that Joe Pesci had to come up with his kind of... Um, Dastardly, you know, well, mutley. he did because he, 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 he had a propensity for sticking the word yeah. fuck into every other word. Genius. Because so he, looked, well, he had to find a way of getting around that done problem. Done Scorsese stuff, hadn't he? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and Robert De Niro almost played one of those characters. Did he? Yeah. Oh, what? Really? They had, yeah. Um, I think it was probably the other, uh, the Joe Pesci's character, well, one, of the, one of the two. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but he, because he'd been doing all of the. Um, like casino and stuff. Yeah, it was just effing and blinding. Yeah, and, uh, so they went just just that, but just amazing. Um, yeah, and obviously for me it was just kind of apart from it being just a decent film again, light-hearted. Apart from all the violence. Well, quick hands up. Who would want to be one of the a kid left on his own in a house like that? 
to do what he wanted. Hell yeah. And just for the record, we've all got our hands up. In fact, one of us has got both our hands up because <laughs> what a brilliant idea that would be. Yeah. yeah. Just having the house to yourself. Well, it's yeah. when he orders the pizzas and everything. Yeah, it's just and the, the ice sh- cream. Yeah, it's just the uh, the creativity. You know, when he's got the he's house doing the rigged. aftershave. Yeah. Well, that was the bit, wasn't it, where um, he said to him, give him a beat, and he didn't. He just immediately screamed straight after putting the aftershave on, and he said it worked well, so they've kept that in the movie. Yeah. It's just where you hear these stories of things that weren't really planned, mm. and they keep in. Yeah. Which is great. Fantastic. Well, drum rolls, because we're down to our number one. Franco, we're going to let you go. Oh, do, do you think we should do them all together? Or... Well, uh, no, no, let's leave it as let, it is. Let, yeah. let Franco announce his, because he's our guest. And I, if we agree, then yeah. we can all chip in. This is going to be a doozy. Go on, then. Yeah. Right, this is going to be like... This is like a Christmas present, just like waiting for it to be opened. Okay. Jingle all the way. What? Oh, wow. Get a... F- Jingle all the way. Genuinely, these boys watched all these Christmas films in the yesterday. Last three days. <laughs> what the? What? For the record, that is a lie. I've, I've watched them very like sparsely over like 24, 24 hours. years. <laughs> <laughs> well, not quite twenty four. He popped out the womb when he was like in 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 re, in in. Well, okay. our <laughs> listeners' brains have all just exploded at the set. You're gonna have to justify it, right? My co-host's Mi- voice is broken again. Mr. Franco, <laughs> sir, stay your case for the indefensible position. Because they, again, it's the... I love it. I watch it every Christmas because it's one of those films where they didn't give a shit the whole time making it, and you can tell. And Arnold Schwarzenegger, in a Christmas movie, playing the typical goofy dad, is a match made in heaven. Because he can't do it. And that's so funny to me, especially trying to like him, like trying to act, trying to be trying to do comedy. Get to the jobber. Like my favorite scene. There's a couple actually. Um, it's okay. So one of them is when he punches the reindeer in the face. Yeah, that's funny. Scene, and he comes out with the best one-liner I've ever heard. You started it. <laughs> That's a really good impression, isn't it? You yeah. should do impressions. And then um, the bit where he's fighting all the Santas, and then like they go completely off the rails. Like we get, we get like Juggernaut Santa, we get Ninja Santa, and all these Santas like just like just decking him. It's like what <laughs> was this even in the script? Um, and then at the end of the film when. He he's in the parade and he's got the Turbo Man suit on, and the fact that the Turbo Man suit works as well which makes absolutely no sense but the fact that it makes no sense in my opinion personal opinion is what makes it amazing because it's like the filmmakers like well he's got the suit on can it fly yes it can and then he starts having a superhero villain fight with the mailman and then <laughs> and then even and then even before that we've got the 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 scene where like the the gifts, like sorry, the, the the mailman with the with the presents out of his bag, and it turns out one of them is actually a bomb, and nobody dies. It's it, like it. I would love to have read that script, and hear the director just talk about why why he made those decisions. I mean, he makes a very strong argument, yeah. Mark. I mean, he's utterly wrong. I mean, he couldn't be more wrong if he tried. But he makes a very good point. <laughs> well, my projections 
um, or at the stage wrong, but it does improve upon my number seven, which was well, well, I said jingle all the way was on my list. What did I say? Um, yeah, well, it, was, it was number thirteen on my list. I was easy to get honourable mentions. Yeah, he was an honourable mention at okay. best. So, uh, yeah, well, fair play. We, uh, the opinions are like ourselves. We've all got one, and they always leak. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so uh, I I fully appreciate and and recognise your opinion. Okay. It's wrong, but, but <laughs> over the to differ. <laughs> but okay, um, watch Bad Santa. That'll replace that in no time. Nothing's replacing Jingle All the Way. <laughs> oh well, God bless him. Go on, the Mark. Good luck to him. <laughs> Good luck to him. Die Hard. Of course, it's snap, isn't it? It has to be. Yeah. You ruined my prediction. I would have thought a man of your calibre would have picked Die Hard. But again, you're 24. You'll learn. <laughs> Die Hard's not even in his top I'm 10. He needs a punch for that. <laughs> and and uh, the only reason why I've got Die Hard 2 in my top 10 is because I was throwing Die Hard and Die Hard 2 into the same thing because they're both Christmas mm. films, although I fully accept Die Hard 1 was the best. But it goes to the fact you could have, because there's five Die Hard films, you could have filled half your top no, 10. No, but only, only the first two are Christmas ones well yeah he doesn't want to be sort of any time of the year isn't it yeah but I think that was just to prove the fact that if, if shit's going to happen to mm. someone one person it can happen every season yeah but it it's is it's spring Die Hard 7 and they can, there can be no suggestion that Die Hard is not a Christmas film the thing with Die Hard is that it, it's just it's just a great action film isn't it yeah it goes back to what you said Franco about mm-hmm. being 90s 80s 90s films uh, which again, which is why the tapping into that wealth of action heroes is, you know, Last Action Hero being one of the parodies of it anyway, and the meta of it, and then also at the Expendables being, let's just get your mates in, give them a wad of money, and then the, and then build on the Jet Lees and the Jason Stathams and all the um, new action heroes coming through, and then this wheel in Chuck Norris. Yeah, it, it's just class. Yeah, and it works. And Die Hard is one of those movies where they didn't have the time to do it. They didn't have the budget. They didn't even know um, what's the name was just coming off the back of Moonlighting. Yeah, um, Bruce, Bruce Willis. Willis. Mm. So he wasn't known. Uh, test test subjects and test um, audiences were a bit unconvinced by it all. They used the Fox building as the the building, which is on the Fox lot, and was pissing off all the neighbours because of the noise. They had about two hours, in fact, an hour and a half, to do the helicopter scene. Jesus Christ. Because of the fact it was upsetting all the neighbours, wasn't it? And um, I, my claim to fame for this is the the stunt scene that uh, Alan Rickman Mm -hmm. did, I've done. Yeah? Yeah, it's called... called, um, Falling out of a window. No, no, because he doesn't fall out of a window. (laughs) No, he doesn't fall out a window. He does at the he end. He drops he like doesn't. twenty stories. It's called um, it's called the Gruber. He doesn't fall out of a window. It's basically called a dead drop. And he doesn't. He what? What the reason why it works is because the prank on set was they said to Alan Rickman on three we're <laughs> yeah, going to pull the lever, and they went on one. So when he falls and he's going oh, like that, that's real fear because he didn't know they were going to pull it. It's called a dead drop. They call it a Gruber. It's basically where you pulled out on a winch. You, you fall on your back like that and you're on the, the stunt coordinator whoever's looking after the, the safety aspect um, says to you uh, we're going to go on three and they go on one and that's why you get the best reaction so I have done that one yeah it's yeah. great what, what do you feel about Die Hard as the number one Christmas movie it's a bit jealous now see yeah. 
Oh, I'm not jealous. I- I'm sticking by Jingle all the way, all the way, all the way. <laughs> Is that a song? Yeah. Could you just do that rendition again? Yeah, yeah. I'm standing by Jingle oh, all, the way, all the way, all the way. Oh, funny has on his own. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I struggle to. I know you can. I you know massive disagree. Um, struggle to like see it as a Christmas film. What? I know. It's I know. Set at Christmas with Christmas songs. And even the building has a Christmas works party going on. I know, on. I know, but I don't know. It's what do we expect? In, like Santa Claus to go over the yeah. top of the roof with the reindeers and they're just dropping presents on people with bombs in? That'd be good. I don't know. It's like if we're talking about vibes, I didn't. I just didn't get a Christmas vibe from it. Yeah, have you watched it? Yeah, uh, I watched what, it. Like last have week? you seen Die Hard uh, Two? Uh, it's about an hour ago. <laughs> <laughs> Die Hard 2 no I haven't seen Die Hard 2 have you not seen Die Hard 2 no. well that's I mean that's got the snow how can that not be Christmas that is basically Christmas on an airplane <laughs> it is so I mean okay so you've got um, Die Hard why did you pick it because it's just an awesome film yeah. there is no doubt that it is one of the best films ever made uh, Alan Rickman as Hans Gruber is just immense you know he hadn't done anything before that he was doing stage oh he's just Ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, well, they basically said they said to him, um, "Can you do any accents?" And he could only do the one, the American one that he does descendants sort of south or southern one. So that's where they, they they threw that in. But it's just great, isn't it? Yeah. You've got you've got German blonde-haired mulleted people. Yeah, <laughs> you've got shooting. Well, the yeah. guy who's the mulleted guy is a is a is a rare ice ice dancer, ice rink. Yeah. So they had him in. So you've got this ensemble, and the reason why it didn't do very well in terms of screen test is because they're basically saying the guy's a wimp. Yeah, he's basically hiding in a building away from terrorists. Yeah, and it, but it works, and it was just such a blockbuster. Yippee ki yay! Well, that's yeah. the best line, isn't it? Yeah, just there's yeah. nothing not to like about it. Yeah, it's quite frankly the best film uh, at Christmas time ever. It's it's one that you can watch again and again and again. Yeah. Okay, so now we've established that both Mark and I are right. Uh, Franco, have you got any notable mentions, films that didn't quite make it but nearly did? Well, I quite like um, cartoon Christmas specials. Okay. Um, Ed, Ed and Eddie, there was a Christmas special they did for that um, that I always used to watch as a kid. That I'd, 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 It was very close to being on the list. I kind of... When you were yeah. a kid, what, two months ago? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think when Gwen Carter Network was still good two months ago. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. can sit. Well, it's relative, isn't it? Because yeah. Cartoon Network for me was over two two decades ago. <laughs> Have you got any notable mentions? No. Have you not, mate? I've done it properly. Well, okay. Apart from the ones that, well, apart from the fact that I said to you that James Bond would probably be one of them, but it's not. You would argue. And I would be agreeing with you if you did. It's not really a Christmas film. Well, you suggested right. So here are my notable mentions. Um, I had uh, Harry Potter: The Philosopher's Stone on there. Um, didn't do it because it wasn't technically a Christmas film. It has a Christmas scene, but that doesn't make it a Christmas <laughs> film. Uh, Batman Returns was on there. Ooh. Great film, mm-hmm. but didn't give me that Christmas vibe. Uh, Jingle All the Way's on there. <laughs> uh, Gremlins was on there. Um, You've literally got my list now. I've, 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 <laughs> The Santa Claus with Tim Allen. Very good. That, that, that's, actually, now that's that, a good film. Actually, yeah. I would have given you that. Yeah. Not that it just matters whether I give you it or not. It's a decent film. It's funny. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. That was on my short list. The Holiday with... No, um, Angelina Cameron, Jolie. No, Cameron Diaz oh. and Jude Law. Yeah, no, I've seen that. Uh, Jack Black. It's a bit gushy. It's a bit, um, yeah, a bit much Yeah, it, it goes on for 
for ages. Yeah, well, that's why he didn't get in the top ten. Yeah, isn't, that, isn't that that's the one with the swap house? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, I remember watching it and thinking, just like we actually we left and came back and it was still going. <laughs> I get that. I think I've always had a bit of a thing for Kate Winslet, so she mm. she didn't make the top ten, but she gets a notable mention. Um, what else did I? Grumpy old men. Okay. Have you, have you seen I've that? Seen it, yeah. I yeah. haven't seen that. I don't know about this one. Um, grumpy old men is good. It's yeah. about two grumpy old men, funnily okay, enough. Fair. Is it Alan Alda? Yeah. And um, it's cl- well, it's it's established actors probably who you won't know from the seventies. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it's a decent film, isn't it? Yeah. It's just people whinging. Okay. I, I quite like that actually. Yeah. New number one. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's got Jack Lemmon, uh, Walter Matu. That's right. Um, Burgess Meredith. Uh, who's well, more famous for being Rocky's well Penguin the original Penguin and mm-hmm. Rocky's coach yeah um, Adrian no that's Rocky oh <laughs> well are you saying it to her him uh, mm. po- <coughs> did, did he do Popeye did I do Popeye no did he no the, he, as in no well uh, Popeye was um, Rob, <laughs> Kenneth Rob, Williams Robbie Will- oh. wait is it Rob wait Rob it Bin- Bro- no Robin. not the original Popeye but he did Robbie Williams did yeah. Robbie Williams Robbie did, Williams did, did Robbie. Robbie Robbie Williams while Williams. singing yeah yeah. I get is it Robin or Robbie Robin it's Robin Robin, Robin Williams yeah. but yeah uh, it's it's a good film it's Grumpy Old Man it's well worth a watch yeah um, but it, it didn't quite again I'd probably watch that in the first week in December now more controversial I had and it nearly went in Star Wars The Force Awakens because because this goes back to your 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 your, your oh, fucking hell what's the word <laughs> this goes back to your nostalgia okay you see The Force Awakens was brought out at Christmas as the more recent yeah. Star Wars uh, installments have been and this one was the first film for 20 years if you exclude the three that nobody talks about because they were shit um, so the anticipation of this film a J.J. Abrahams Star Wars instalment at Christmas It's I think I watched it the day before Christmas Eve I'm sat in the gallery got me popcorn going to watch a Star Wars movie how cool a start to Christmas can this possibly be And it ooh, and it was a good movie to boot so I kind of had that nostalgia of that was a cool Christmas was yeah. that but it's not a Christmas film so it mm. didn't get in the top it's a, 10 it's a, good, it's a decent film and it's the reason why I didn't put Empire Strikes Back because if you want to be uber snowy it literally films on a planet of ice yeah. the planet yeah. Hoth so and, 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 and it's watched, on every Christmas as well, well that's it? the thing yeah. again it's on at Christmas all the time as is James Bond Clash of the Titans you know, um, th- two thousand leagues under the sea. All, yeah, so that's why you got to be very careful because everything could be a Christmas movie because it's on at Christmas yeah. and it's how you remember it. Mm-hmm. So when you're growing up, and obviously four weeks ago, yeah. you know, uh, you would have remembered that you know there was a film which you know Baywatch, yeah, it was on, and yeah. that's your Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, wow, well that was epic. That, that yeah. was epic, and it had a, a, a major twist at the end of it as well, like a typical movie. I was right. Well, what we have to establish, Mark, is that we need to educate this boy. <laughs> You've got a lot of films to watch, young man. Oh, I know. Bad Santa. Watch that. That's got to replace Jingle all the way. Nothing's uh, replacing that, my man. <laughs> <laughs> so, some people you can't help, can you? No. You, you can lead a horse to water, but you, you can. can't shoot it in the back. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can. You can. But you'll get in trouble. <laughs> uh, so, Sorry, Iceland. 
Hopefully you've enjoyed that. Hopefully you all agree with us. If you don't agree with us, if you've got other thoughts on what should have been number one, let us know. I have a feeling this is going to be a controversial issue. I sincerely hope so. People will be tearing their ears out listening to these going, no! If you want to come in support of Franco, come to his aid, give him some help. You all know I'm right. <laughs> then let us know on social media. It's at a film policy. We're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Um, if you want to be particularly anal about it, feel free to email, although I don't feel it's necessarily an email topic, but <laughs> a film policy at thepodstation.co.uk. Give us a shout. Well, I mean, if you're not being adulterous over the Christmas period, drop us an email. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you like Mark sitting on your own eating a Tex Mex, you've you got m- plenty of time for the email. When you've got a steak in your mouth. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> hey, you okay. can't be a Tex Mex. I'm thinking of you. Tex-Mex, mate. Ribs. Baby back ribs. Sex Max. ribs. That's the jingle. That's yeah. what I'll be singing. Well, what, not while I'm eating, because that'll yeah. be going everywhere. Baby back Sharks. ribs. <laughs> so, so, well, yeah. thank you for joining us on this whirlwind of a ten, top ten. Mm. So it's been good, I think. Yeah, I think so. It is. And you can actually cap. Um, catch the full interview with Franco about his more recent movie um, that's coming Jingle out Jingle All The Way Jingle All The Way <laughs> Jingle All The Way Remake uh, thankfully he makes films better than he chooses his top 10 <laughs> uh, so you can catch that that's coming out on New Year's Eve did you say uh, well, I think that's the plan that's the plan little treat for you before the new year the new millennia well not millennia but the new decade indeed indeed yeah. so go and check that out uh, is there anything else well, thank you for your time, Franco. Yes, thank you for inviting me, coming, pal. No problem. That is it. Yeah, well done. Genius. Cheers, guys. Cheers, take care. Happy New Year. Oh, Merry Christmas. <laughs> Happy Hanukkah. Actually, let's do that bit again. Let's do that bit again. <laughs> do it again. No, I quite like the fact I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas to everyone. Check out all our shows exclusively on the Get social at the Pod Station on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.